and welcome to our podcast episode on forced marriage in the United Kingdom. This podcast has been created by the Street Law team at BPP University as part of our ongoing series, Sex, Laws and Audiotapes, a podcast designed to support secondary school teachers with understanding the different laws that form part of the new SRE syllabus. Today, you will be hearing from Bina, Poppy, Richard and Hannah. My name is Hannah, and in this introduction section, I'm going to provide an overview of A, what a forced marriage is and what it is not, B, what might motivate someone to force someone into marriage, C, why forced marriage is a relevant issue for young people in the UK, and D, what the law in the UK says about forced marriage. Firstly, I think it is important for us to be able to distinguish between forced and arranged marriages, as, according to the BBC, people in the West often confuse arranged marriages with forced marriages. This narrative needs to be challenged, as arranged marriages are fundamentally different to forced marriages, as they come with a choice. Arranged marriages are a cultural tradition, and they usually involve an introduction to a potential spouse by a family member and you are entirely free to decline. This is commonplace in South Asia and should in no way be conflated with the ideas and horrors associated with forced marriage. Contrastingly, forced marriage is an abuse of human rights where you do not have a choice. As defined by the UK government, a forced marriage is when you face physical pressure to marry, for example threats, physical violence or sexual violence, or emotional and psychological pressure, i.e. if you're made to feel like you're bringing shame on your family. This is illegal and crucially different to an arranged marriage. Nobody has the right to force someone into marriage, regardless of their motivation. Families may force their children to marry for a variety of reasons, because, for example, they are worried about the family's reputation, they want to marry their children off for financial gain, they do not approve of their child's sexuality, they don't want their children to have relationships, or if they feel pressured by the community or other family members. To our knowledge, there is no scripture in any of the major religions that condones forced marriage, and if one was cited in support of a forced marriage, this would be a misinterpretation of the holy text. Many families believe that marriage is the best path for the child, but this does not excuse their behaviour. Even if children are not physically threatened, they can be victims of emotional abuse, i.e. being made to feel they are bringing shame on their family, and other forms of pressure, like the withdrawal of financial support, in order to coerce them into the forced marriage. Forced marriage affects a wide range of communities. It is particularly prominent in the Middle East and developing countries, but forced marriages have also been reported to the FMU in every area of the UK. The FMU, the Forced Marriage Unit, was set up in January 2005 and operates both inside the United Kingdom and overseas, 
providing consular assistance to British nationals and dual nationals and helping to stop forced marriages or give advice about leaving a forced marriage. In 2019, the forced marriage unit gave advice or support to 1,355 people and those are only the people who felt safe reaching out. Forced marriage can potentially happen to anyone, anywhere, and is not specific to a particular culture or part of the country. Two-thirds of all cases in the UK in 2018 involved people under the age of 25, so it mostly affects young people, some as young as eight. It is therefore important that the subject is taught in all secondary schools across the UK as part of a comprehensive SRE programme. Another important point to make about forced marriage is that it affects both young men and young women. So this is an issue that might affect any of the young people in your classroom. In 2018, 17% of reported victims of forced marriage were male. One of the first forced marriage protection orders, a term we will explain later, was issued in 2018 to protect a male who had been betrothed to someone when he was five years old. Societal and familial pressure can have huge consequences on men, though it is important to note that 82% of forced marriages involve girls being forced to marry someone by their parents or wider family. It is all the more important to be aware of forced marriage and its potential impact on young people in the context of COVID-19. The UN has warned that the pandemic could lead to 13 million more child marriages over a decade. In light of rising unemployment rates, accompanied by general financial uncertainty, marrying off a child may seem like a sensible fiscal decision. In some cases, school is the only obstacle that stands between children and forced marriage, and many students are at risk of their education ending permanently as a result of COVID-related school closures, including because of the reduced visibility of children by staff who may have been looking for warning signs of an impending forced marriage. We'll mention what some of these are later. Forced marriage is illegal in England and Wales under the Antisocial Behaviour, Crime and Policing Act 2014. The crucial section is 121, which stipulates that a person commits an offence under the law of England and Wales if he or she a. uses violence, threats or any other form of coercion for the purpose of causing another person to enter into a marriage and b believes, or ought reasonably to believe, that the conduct may cause the other person to enter into the marriage without free and full consent. This law extends to those taking a person overseas and forcing them to marry, even if the marriage does not actually take place. The penalty for forcing someone to marry can result in a prison sentence of up to seven years. In May 2018, a mother was jailed for four and a half years after tricking her 17-year-old daughter with learning needs to travel to Pakistan and marry a man twice her age. Another option available to people at risk of a forced marriage is a legally binding document called a forced marriage protection order. This can be applied for, for free, from the courts, which is unique to the individual's circumstances. 
It is designed to prevent someone forcing you into marriage and places conditions on their behaviour, such as forbidding them trying to locate you or where you are staying, or preventing them from being able to access your passport. The court can issue this to protect someone with immediate effect, and anyone who disobeys a forced marriage protection order can get a prison sentence of up to five years. Around 1,500 have been granted in the last five years. It is essential that your colleagues and young people are made aware of the issue of forced marriage so that they can spot some of the warning signs and know where to seek help if they themselves or someone they know are under threat. Teachers can often be uniquely placed to be able to identify potential signs of a forced marriage and help protect young people who are at risk or to support those who have already been forced into a marriage. Signs that someone may be at risk of a forced marriage include they seem anxious and depressed and not interested in life. They seem withdrawn and reluctant to talk about what is going on in his or her family or about family members. They may have told you that some of his or her brothers or sisters have been married at a very young age. They may be suffering from mood swings and presenting challenging behaviour or attention seeking. This may mean getting into trouble at school. They may start self-harming or develop an eating disorder such as anorexia. They may lose interest in continuing their education and take little interest in homework. Their movements may be restricted by family members. They may simply not come to school at all, but at the same time not have told you that they are ill. They may disappear from social networks such as Facebook and instant messaging. Their Facebook may remain not updated for a long period of time. If you think a student is at risk of forced marriage, the forced marriage unit is the first point of call for advice and help. They can be contacted on 0207-008-0135 or email them at fmu at fco.gov.uk. But if someone is in danger, or you believe a student's life to be in danger, the safest option is always to call the police. Other useful sites include Childline and the Freedom Charity, both of which have informed this podcast. We also have a handout available with further details on different organisations tackling forced marriage and contact information for each which can be obtained for free by contacting us at streetlawteam at bpp.com. A young person at risk of or impacted by forced marriage is likely to need a lot of ongoing support from education, health and other professionals, as it can be an incredibly difficult thing for them to defy the wishes of their family. In some cases, giving evidence against them in court and in many cases meaning they have to cut off continuing contact with their family. In this section of the podcast, we will provide you with some ideas of activities you can use in the classroom to teach secondary school children about forced marriage. We have created supporting materials for these activities, which you can be emailed a free copy of by sending your request to streetlawteam at bpp.com. The first activity is a game of true or false, in which the teacher reads out various statements and the students reply as to whether the statement is true or false with supporting reasons. 
An example statement might be, a forced marriage is when your parents introduce you to someone, you get to know them and want to marry them. The second activity is called one word. The teacher draws a table with two columns on the board. The heading of the columns are arranged marriages and forced marriages. Write some questions under each column, such as, how would you feel if you were in an arranged marriage? And ask the students to answer them with one word answers, which can be used to support a group discussion. The purpose of these baseline activities is to provide an opportunity to highlight and challenge any misconceptions about the difference between an arranged and forced marriage and to clarify what the definition of a forced marriage is. The third activity is based on two role plays that we have specifically written for this podcast and which can be played to your class. You will hear these role plays towards the end of this podcast. The role plays are not based on real people, but piece together different people's experiences we have read about when researching this podcast. We have developed a set of questions to complement the role play, which can be provided to the students. The questions encourage the students to examine, for example, the motivations behind someone forcing someone else into a marriage and the different types of force that can be used to do so. The questions also help students to consider the short and long-term impact of forced marriage on a young person and how challenging it can be for someone in this situation to seek help. Activity four is called My Advice. Students are given a written scenario of a situation that a young person has been placed in. The students write what they think of this scenario and how they would advise the person in the given situation. This activity supports the students in understanding what sources of help are available to anyone at risk of a forced marriage or who are trying to leave one. Hi, my name is Emma. I'm chatting with Raj about his experience of a forced marriage. He was 25 years old and was forced into marrying the daughter of one of his father's business partners. The wedding took place in the UK. Raj had never met the girl before the wedding day. He married her at the age of just 18. To begin, how were you forced into the marriage, Raj? I feel as though people are forced into marriage in many different ways. For me, the mental and emotional pressures played a huge part. Not only did I experience blackmail and threats of beatings from my family members, but I felt under immense pressure as a man to live up to a particular standard of masculinity and of filling a certain role in my family and community. Ultimately, I had a huge weight on my shoulders and felt that I could not let down the people around me, especially my family. Why do you think you were being forced into a marriage by your family? I briefly dated a girl from my college without my parents knowing, and one of our neighbours saw me with her outside the local cinema. My dad exploded when he found out, throwing a plate of food against the wall behind me, barely missing my head. He said I was too young to date and shouldn't be having sex outside of wedlock. I told him we weren't, but he didn't believe me and said I'd shamed him. It wasn't long after this that I was told about the person they expected me to marry. My dad said I needed to continue the family name and secure the future honour of the family by making sure I was the man of the house going forward. Not only that, but it almost seemed to be the normal thing to do, because that's how my parents got married and their parents before them. They said it was a part of our culture. Did you try and avoid the marriage? Couldn't you have just said no? 
You may think that it would have been possible to just say no to the marriage and not go through with it, but it's not that simple as there are so many influences. I was threatened with being cut off financially and kicked out of the family home. I was told that my parents would not support me with going to university unless I married the girl of their choice. I just turned 18 and was desperate to pursue my career, and it felt like it would slip away if I didn't do what my parents said. They reminded me over and over again of how much shame I'd be bringing upon my family if I didn't marry the woman they had chosen for me. When I said that I didn't want to go through with it, my dad smashed a mirror in my room and threatened that there was more where that came from. I felt guilt, shame, fear, and eventually was so exhausted that I just gave in. It felt easier to go along with what they wanted rather than stand up for myself any longer. When or how did you realise that you were being forced into a marriage? I could tell that my parents were planning something, and it began with hints such as jokingly, or so I thought at the time, saying things like, if you can't find a wife, we'll find one for you. To be honest, I never really put two and two together until the subtle hints became more obvious threats and intimidation. Looking back and knowing what I know now, the signs were definitely there, but they can be so hard to spot when you're going through it, especially with all the pressures weighing down on you. Unfortunately, by the time I realised, when I turned up to my surprise wedding, I felt like there was no going back for me. Why couldn't you just leave the marriage, Raj? Did you tell anyone? Just as saying no to the marriage didn't feel like an option in the first place, leaving it was also very difficult. My main fear was loss of social and financial support as a result of being cut off by my family and friends, but also bringing shame on those around me. Leaving was made even harder for me as a man, because even just admitting to having been forced into marriage could have raised questions over my masculinity and ability to fill the role expected of me. However, after a few miserable years of marriage, I realised that I deserved better and found the strength to put my family's wishes aside and get a divorce. For me, the whole experience was very lonely and has certainly affected my future as I missed out on some of my prime years and have been left with lasting emotional scars which could have been avoided if I was more aware of what a forced marriage is. I still have not been back in touch with most of my family, but since being pointed towards the forced marriage unit by a friend, I've turned to them for advice and support on getting my life back on track. Hi guys, my name is Anthony and I'm here with Najina, a 16-year-old girl from the UK who has kindly agreed to talk to us about her experience of forced marriage. Thanks for being here, Najina, and for sharing your story. Could you start off by telling me about when you first realised someone was trying to force you to marry? At first, I didn't fully comprehend that I was being forced. It started off very innocently with my parents expressing a wish for us to go on a family holiday to Algeria, where some of our extended family are from. To start with, all of the hints and threats were so hidden. They kept showing me a photo of a man saying they were looking forward to me meeting him when we arrived. They were also buying me nice clothes and saying how... It was important I dressed up when I met these new people. They also seemed to be less and less interested in my schoolwork, like they weren't bothered if I had done my homework or what was going on at school. I wasn't allowed to go to any more after-school clubs or to an outing to a theatre to see a play that we were studying in English. I asked why not, and they said it wasn't important. They wouldn't even buy me a new school uniform when I'd outgrown my old one. They said I didn't need to worry about school for much longer. That seemed a bit weird to me. Once we'd arrived in Algeria, the threats became more obvious and physical. On numerous occasions, I was threatened with being beaten and locked in my room when I did not agree to the marriage. My dad even waved a knife at me threateningly. 
I was so scared for my life. When and how did you recognise that you were being forced into marriage? I realised when my mother started to prepare for what I can only describe as an engagement party at our house. I thought it was for another family member, but it turned out to be for me. My mother told me that I had a month to prepare myself. She said that I was to become a woman and would be marrying a man in Algeria who was a distant cousin. I was really shocked and felt backed into a corner. I felt stupid for not seeing all of the hidden signs, the odd comments here and there, and understanding what was really going to happen to me until it was too late. My parents were really good at hiding it from me. Why do you think your family were trying to force you to marry this man? I was told that I had to get married to the man in question because there was a long-standing promise between our fathers, and to break that promise would, so I was told, ruin me and my family's lives. I was told it was important to keep the wealth within the family and to uphold our family name by me marrying a man of good repute. It all boiled down to honour and protecting the social status of my family within the local community. Did you try to avoid the marriage? Was it not possible to just say no? At first I did say no and try to avoid it. Eventually I gave in because I thought there was no way out and that if I didn't go through with the marriage I would be hurting everyone I loved by going against their wishes and bringing dishonour to our family. I was afraid that I would have to leave all of my family and all of my friends behind and start a new life on my own if I didn't respect their wishes. I was also made to feel very guilty and often feared for my own life. How did you get out of the marriage in the end? When we were abroad for my wedding, my daily activities were very guarded. I wasn't even allowed to have my phone. We had come back to England to set up home near where my parents lived when I managed to escape about three months later. One day, my husband left his phone by accident and I contacted the police asking for help. They responded very quickly, which I'm grateful for. I was put in touch with an amazing support group called Karma Nirvana, who were helping me rebuild my life and have referred me to various agencies who had given me support. I'm currently living in a refuge and I'm getting some support to help find some more permanent housing. I will need some help with applying for benefits in the future to help me pay for food and rent and so on. But I'm hoping that Karma Nirvana will be able to put me in touch with someone to help with this. How do you feel about the whole situation now? I have very mixed feelings. I am accessing counselling to help me process some of what has happened to me. But I'm also really sad that I will be unlikely to see my parents again. But the trust that was there between us is completely gone. They were my parents, but they did not protect me. I am very nervous but hopeful about starting my new life. I'm getting help with finishing off my education so I can get some qualifications and follow my dream of being a fashion designer. Thank you so much for sharing this story with us, Najina. We hope you have found this podcast informative and it has helped broaden your understanding of the legal position of forced marriages in the UK. If you would like copies of any of the resources, have questions about this topic or want to leave us with some feedback on this episode, please contact us at streetlawteam at bpp.com. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.